0: Hi, I'm Liz and I'm Rhea. Welcome to Karma's My Bitch, a podcast about love, sex, connection, abundance, joy, purpose, peace,
1: and how life isn't simply the stories we tell ourselves. I really did think that this so far is shaping up to be my favorite season that we've ever done.
0: I really hope we don't disappoint you. Well, no, it is already. Like, <laughs> okay, cool. us, we've been than... I don't know. I feel like right now we're kind of circling some like kind of sad themes (laughs) no but you know what it is i feel like the other
1: season nine for example was interesting in in a very theoretical uh, esoterical spiritual sense right yeah but
0: i burned out i think midway through no
1: and yeah exactly and so did i because it was tiring and actually it didn't really mean much in the sense of like the day-to-day stuff right Mm. and i feel like we do that a lot Mm. in spirituality where people i understand expanding something so you can Fully work through it and transcend it. That's extremely important. But what I find people tend to do, and I definitely did it, was focus on the minutiae of a spiritual concept Mm -hmm. and attach so much meaning, significance, and expectation to it Mm -hmm. that it invariably ends up being a letdown. These huge expectations one has for, for example, the karmic undoing process, what happens at the end, or what happens, Mm. and yes, oh my God, I don't think I'd recognize me and maybe I'm so far away from who I was that I can't see how much I've changed because as we said, experience makes normal, mm-hmm. right? So you have many more endings and many more beginnings that feel like nothing on everything all at once.
0: Well, it, okay. So let's go back a little bit. It actually does impact the daily, whether we are conscious of it or not. It, that's really, that's, that's, while it's not obvious, it's very clear, mm. right? Which is why it gets discussed. Because there is so much more to our realities than our day-to-day. Of course. And our souls are doing so much more and experiencing so much more than we might be aware of. Right? So that's important. And you are so different. But we don't often feel different because we're just more ourselves.
1: Yeah, fair. So
0: to us, we're like, oh, but nothing's changed. And I'm like, yeah, but if I look at you, you're going to Pilates five days a week. Mm. Your ass could barely roll into the gym yeah. <laughs> for a class. Like, you know what I mean? Your diligence, your discipline, your focus, it's so different. It is so different.
1: And I think that's why I was so obsessed with season nine because I hoped that we would learn through season nine how to make that difference internally. Yeah basically give you all the things you ever wanted right right
0: and the difference is internal which is why our behavior exactly shifts
1: right yeah which is why i think season 10 is so interesting to me Mm. because it's how do you then create it in the physical reality of like the grounded reality the normal day-to-day reality and this is the kind of spirituality i like yeah this is like my favorite kind of spirituality (laughs) where fine you've got the theory and you can explain it and Fine, we're one of two people who can really turn around and say, we understand this in a way and we can explain these things and why. Yeah. But also it's the tangible shit that I care about, making this life better in this world.
0: Yes, you that's know? fair. That's really fair. And now we move on to infidelity. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, really happy news. But <laughs> happy you know, I just,
1: I just, I find infidelity one of the most interesting things because it's so, I know so much of it. Mm-hmm. You know?
0: And in terms of experience, you mean? Or no, I mean,
1: I haven't, I'm not, look,
0: I'm... Well, you're saying you know so much of it. Like, like I see
1: so, sorry, I see oh, so okay. much. Oh, I was like, yeah. how? No, I see so much of it. Okay. I see so much of it. So you said, first of all, not all relationships are meant to last. That's okay?
0: right. Okay? So, but also in the last episode... In a single you were lifetime. Taught, exactly.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And what do you mean? In a single lifetime, not all relationships are meant to last. We're referring to this lifetime, right? As opposed to... I don't know multiple lifetimes. But I don't know what they're going to look like later. I don't know. We're just being super specific. Oh, I see. So maybe, <laughs> I know you're like oh, whatever. It's Sorry. So I mean,
1: like in like 200 years, relationships are meant to last. Could be the who case. Knows? Who oh, knows? Oh, fine. Sorry, I didn't understand. I was who like, knows? Is there something I'm missing? Fine, yeah. that makes sense to me. Yeah, yeah. So in our lifetimes- yes, <laughs> not all relationships are meant to last. That's right. That's but right. Especially knows?
0: because you know, because of karma and this like jump in consciousness and stuff like that. There's no way. Absolutely okay, no way that. But we're once gonna we're out see of that. our
1: karma, that might be more likely. That they are going to last. Yeah. Fine. Yeah, yeah. In the last episode, you discussed your relationship mm-hmm. and how it looked like it might not have lasted, mm-hmm. but actually it did. Mm-hmm. And so it got me thinking yesterday, what are the reasons for a relationship that it wouldn't last and what are the reasons why it would? I know you're like, this, this is so this sure is like why you're making it a- longer. <laughs> <But> like, <it's laughs> That's so- a very loaded question. But do you see what I mean? Say it again. I'm in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And... I suspect it might not last yeah that could be my insecurities and doubts
0: it could be or it could be although if 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 our karma has never happened in all likelihood we'd have greater clarity around that
1: fine so how do you know if a relationship is meant to last that's my question and I finally got there after 17 different tries of the question
0: you're not gonna know necessarily you're just gonna make the choice and to live with whatever uncertainty you carry
1: Because it's worth it to stay in it or worth it to leave.
0: Exactly, exactly. But you're going to know yourself so well, right? You're going to have that incredibly strong connection. And if you know yourself well, you're going to pretty much know and understand the relationships that you have. And it is fair to say that a solid relationship will offer a fair level of security. Now, it's not the type of security that's going to make you feel better if you're holding insecurities, right? Like that's not going to work. But I feel very secure in my marriage. And it's not just because like I don't see us ending as in psychic me is like, oh my God, we're so meant to be together. It's just I know what I want so clearly and it's clear. My husband's made it very clear what he wants and his commitment. And if you really do, if you're very honest about that and where your commitment lies, you can feel pretty good about that.
1: What about then cheating? Is emotional
0: cheating still cheating, for example? I mean, obviously, physical cheating. What what do we define as cheating? Let's start there. Oh, wow. So when someone is unable to maintain the intimacy within a relationship. So whatever the parameters that they've established with their partner or their partners, they're stepping out of the relationship and therefore bringing a different energy to it.
1: Okay, so what does that mean in like normal? It behavior?
0: means that in stepping out of the relationship, they are not as invested as the other person.
1: That's cheating. Wow. That, that large an idea. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So if tomorrow I think to myself, oh, I could write, I could edit, but I could also lie by the beach. And you're like, we need to write, we need to edit. Am I cheating on you? No,
0: no. Because I also know who you are and I also know what you want. So, you know, um, I know who I'm working with. And so I also know to, to have very large parameters with you so that my expectations are fairly set. Okay. Right? That's what's key is just is just knowing each other well enough. Okay. Right? That <laughs> it would be very unfair of me to expect you to stay in on a on a sunny day when I know what you prefer. Yeah. But we also have a certain agreement in place and so you're likely if you want this relationship to last going to meet said expectations those that we agree upon right okay so how is that in the context
1: of a romantic relationship in the context obviously there aren't those things in that
0: what do you mean well, i mean they are working. so <laughs> all right so it may not be working but it's 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 emotional right so that's why emotional cheating is cheating yeah. And emotional cheating
1: is, is what,
0: fancying someone else? No, it's engaging in some kind of relationship, even if it's not physical. So even if you haven't made it happen in the physical realm, as in, you know, maybe you haven't had sex, maybe you haven't even met up in person, but, you know, you're pouring your heart out to that person. You're, you know, you're talking about maybe future plans. Like, you're playing out in an entire relationship or fantasy with someone else. Okay. Either over the phone or over text, or who knows. So then, is there a relationship doomed if there's that kind of cheating?
1: Is that does that mean that's one of the indications of knowing how it's not going to last?
0: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, the short answer would be yes. It doesn't mean that a relationship can't be reanimated, but the relationship as it was is over. As it you know, yeah. Even if the other person doesn't know. Correct, because the intimacy has been broken.
1: But then, what happens if the, but the other person like then re-intimates? intimate that's just a new relationship
0: it's no because it's fake
1: so you have to have a conversation hi i really i was really chatting with this lady
0: absolutely and now i
1: realize i really fucked up
0: yeah nothing absolutely. actually happened
1: but i need to
0: be- yeah because we're we're dealing with the energy if you're giving someone else energy and time and focus right if you're kind of pouring a certain kind of like love or lust or light into that right there's no way that you're able to service both. It just doesn't work. Something's suffering. And it could be because you're not getting it from the other person or that other person's so blocked and closed that you need to be fed. And so you decide, well, rather than deal with that, I'm just going to try to have it all as in I've got the quote unquote security of a relationship where this person's not going to leave me. Yeah. Right. And we'll just tolerate each other for the kids or, you know, for financial reasons or just because I can't be fucked yeah, to change so my many life. Yeah, because people
1: don't want to get divorced now because it's just too expensive. It's they so can't expensive. can't literally <laughs> afford to live in separate homes.
0: No, you can't. I mean, I see, I see my friends getting divorced. I see how everyone's handling it. And it is, <laughs> right, it's just downright expensive. Yeah. I mean, my husband jokes like we couldn't afford to get divorced. <laughs> yeah. When you use the word reanimated,
1: is that specific... Season nine reanimation word.
0: Um, no, not necessarily. It could be, but it's really about resuscitating the relationship and bringing it life force. But that takes two committed people or the committed, you know, the people committed to that relationship. It's so funny because
1: I feel for me, I would react far worse to emotional cheating than physical cheating. Yeah. Yeah. Ideally, I'd like neither, but yeah. <laughs> exactly. What about like <laughs> ENMs and and open relationships and things like that?
0: Again, but those have parameters for a reason, right? Because... Even in polyamorous relationships, there usually is one person who feels that a person, their partner has, like, maybe perhaps moved beyond those parameters.
1: So that's... So anything that goes beyond what's been agreed is cheating. And what about if nothing's been agreed? Is that cheating?
0: Well, then you're probably not in a committed relationship of some kind.
1: But if you've never discussed... I know, Leah, let's be open, but then... You haven't discussed the parameters of it. Is it cheating or is it just being willfully blind to a lack of communication?
0: (laughs) Yeah, I would agree. Yeah, I would say so. It's really just like, oh, I never wanted to figure this out. But then you've got a whole other host of issues. Fine. Yeah. But
1: it can be resuscitated. It can be fixed.
0: It can be. Absolutely. Any cheating scenario can be addressed and people can overcome it depending on what they really want. And that's and there's just two things behind that. An unadulterated desire to start again, as in, listen, I know I fucked up, but I also realize that the idea, the idea of not having you in my life or having not having you in my life in the capacity in which we had before makes me so unhappy that I would like to try again. I mean, that takes a shit ton of humility. And the second is transparency, which is when you have transparency with your partner, that's complete honesty in all bodies. As in, I am fully conscious and present in this partnership. Okay. And, so, and that's not easy. So can any
1: relationship be resuscitated?
0: I mean, yes, technically. Not that that would really be the case. I mean, any relationship is quite a general statement. So what are the general limitations? Statement. One of the biggest limitations we'd say is geography, right? If you're not physically present with somebody, there's only so much intimacy you could create over the long term. You can do it in the short term, but the long term really suffers. Okay, fine. Yeah. Okay. Anything else we want to say is really possible. But again, that just also depends on consciousness. But this is the what if karma never happened. Yeah. Right? So even if karma never happened, you're still going to have cheating. You're still going to have that because we're here to grow and evolve. And there are people who might not regard their partnerships in the same way as others, right? In terms of what standard they hold. And then rather in, rather than admit that perhaps they're not getting everything from the relationship, they're just like, well, you know, I think I can possibly have it all if I've got my side piece.
1: And my other piece. <laughs> and I got my but other piece. But then also, you can, you can, you know, you can be in a relationship with more than one person if the other person knows it. Listen, for example, listen, I'm not into this weird kinky sex shit that you like mm-hmm. so go and find that weird kicky sex shit with someone else and I'll give you everything else and we're cool about that
0: yeah if you really are cool and there's no compromise in terms of sacrifice mm. yes every relationship does demand a certain amount of compromise but if it if it's involving another person or giving a part of yourself away then you really have to check what why are you agreeing to that
1: okay fine so what is
0: your motivation why do
1: people emotionally cheat what are the reasons
0: not being able to express what they want, which is huge. Most people do not in relationship. I'm telling you, I see it in like even quote unquote adult mature relationships. People expect their partner to be mind readers Right. They just expect that based on all of the romance stories that they've consumed that a guy will behave a certain way. There's like all these paradigms that people still fall into where they think, well, he should know to do this. Yeah. Or she should do this. But it happens. To this day, it still happens, which is crazy to me. I
1: I hear definitely like, I mean, I have friends come to me and talk about their relationships and I'm just like, well, have you told them what you want? (laughs) They're like, well, it's implied. And I'm like, then no. No. I mean, it's a really stupid example. So I have a friend of mine who was in a relationship with someone, it was casual, right? Mm -hmm. He cuts it off because he's like, listen, uh, I think you're going to get hurt. She goes, no, no, let's continue. She takes a break, realises she doesn't want to continue. She goes back to him and says, listen, you know what? I actually think we're better being just friends. She tells me the story. Most people will be like, well done, well done. You did a great job. And I'm listening to it and I was like, did you tell him why? She was like, what do you mean? It's implied. I'm like, well, I don't think so. No, you just said, said nothing. If what you want is to be with him, actually, and not be casual. And the reason why you're stopping this is because you're going to get hurt. That's a very different thing to saying, let's just be friends. Yeah. Because what you're doing by doing the second option is, yeah, you might be removing the vulnerability for yourself. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, you're blocking an option. You're asking the other person to then go above and beyond to be like, now that you're playing games, right? Mm -hmm. You're not being open and honest with what you want and allowing the other person to choose based on, the options available, Precisely. you're restricting the options yeah. in order to keep yourself safe. And then no one gets what they want. Because even if there's a 2% chance that actually what you really want might be possible, you've just ruined that by not mm-hmm. saying it.
0: Yeah, And you do that. I mean, when it comes down to not sharing or being open about what you desire, it has a lot to do with just the fear of rejection. Yeah. I'd and rather, the you know, of the I'd rather reject the, myself. <laughs> no, exactly. I'd rather reject myself first so no one else has
1: to. Yeah. That's pretty much it because the bullshit of the games and the, you know, like what do games teach us to do? Basically pretend we have self-worth. But actually, true self-worth is listening to oneself and acting accordingly, yeah, right? Exactly. So you're pretending something that doesn't exist. It's, it's impossible to fulfill that mm-hmm. if you're playing a game. If you naturally don't want to speak to someone because you're kind of done with how they're behaving, that's one thing. But if you're doing it because you hope that they'll behave better, there's this thing, and I think it worked when maybe we were like teenagers in a very different world, where treat a mean, you know, make them keen or whatever. But as we get older, I've definitely realized that A, not only desire is potent, but B... Actually, what's attractive is someone who knows what they want yeah. and knows if they want you mm-hmm. because everyone there knows where they stand. And honestly, it's not a big deal. Okay. Someone doesn't want you. You pick yourself up, you find someone else. Yeah. It's actually not a big deal. It's the lack of communication and the question marks and the what ifs and the stories and the silence and what we bridge that and silence the, Raya, with. The
0: expectations. It's so loaded and we put it on people we barely know. And so we think, okay, well, I'll just be half a person in this relationship. It'll be my obvious desires to be in a relationship really is effectively what we're saying. And then if I'm really not, if I can't be my full self, I'll just go find someone else I could be my other half self with, right? Yeah, yeah. And if you start compartmentalizing your your life like that or yourself like that, you just become more and more split. So what is the second reason? Are there any other reasons? (laughs) (laughs) An inability to create intimacy and You need to have that intimacy with yourself, which is effectively self-awareness, self-knowledge and consciousness. And so you need to source it from others. So it's like I'm in this relationship. But it's it's more of a shallow connection. And by shallow, I don't mean like super shallow as like in I barely know sharp. your name. Yeah. But it really is, it can't go that far because yeah. you can't go that far with yourself.
1: Yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh, well, as we said last episode, someone can only love you as much as they're able to love. Exactly.
0: So if someone the Someone only really connect to
1: you as much as they're able to connect to themselves. So all those things.
0: So if the intimacy with themselves is quite shallow, they're only going to go, as you said, as deep as they can with themselves. Right. Yeah. And so what's going to happen is over the long term, as we know, the longer you're with somebody, if you can't reach those depths, you're going to try to get sourced elsewhere Mm. because you're going to get frustrated.
1: So the person who is struggling with Mm self-intimacy, and by which I don't mean masturbation. Right. The person who is struggling with self-intimacy is normally the one that's being cheated on or is a cheater?
0: It's often the cheater. Oh, why? Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Because they're not really connected to the person they're with in exactly, the relationship. Exactly, exactly. Okay.
0: And so they need a superficial connection. Because the longer you're with somebody, the more familiar they become, okay. right? And so they're like, well, I need new. Okay. Because new is what feels right to me. Because that's the sort of intimacy I know.
1: Which is very the limited. Superf- it's
0: very limited. So you're okay. going to be constantly surface relationships. So you're yeah. going to... And so while you can go through the motions, yeah. the longer you're with somebody, you know, that person with stunted intimacy potential, they could stay with somebody for a very long time, but their lives together will just be quite surface. And
1: also because they're emotionally and or physically cheating on them yeah. they are never really getting so deep and honest because they're not telling them that therefore yeah. there's no real transparency and exactly honesty.
0: so then they could just go find someone else and fine. maybe that one's fine yeah. and then for a bit but the moment that one seems a bit serious they're like well I got this other person who's been with me for 20 years I yeah. can just keep going yeah and you know what I mean and what
1: would be the final thing to drive people to emotionally cheat
0: so not trusting that we can be without the person that we're with so we, oh, interesting. yeah. So the lack of self-reliance and independence.
1: So if you think, oh, I I can't survive without X, but I also mm-hmm. X isn't giving me what I want, mm-hmm. I'm going to have to cheat whilst also staying with X. Instead of being like, I'm not actually happy with X, I need to leave.
0: Yeah. So we need to, yeah. Let me seal this relationship up. Yeah. You know, acknowledge keep it in integrity. Exactly. Yeah. yeah no. Not okay. at all. And that is the thing about emotional cheating or any kind of cheating is there's no nothing is in integrity. No one in that scenario, even the person who's being cheated on, is being cheated out of the opportunity to be in integrity. Most people, they don't go into relationships thinking that they're going to get everything they want.
1: Yeah. Only recently, I re- as I was joking <laughs> with you about it, right? I was like, I'm a, I am was a commitment foe because I kept trying to commit to the wrong things and the wrong ideas, which are things I didn't want or things I thought I needed to have.
0: Mm-hmm. When
1: I was free to be able to think, what would be my dream desires around relationships? What would the person like actually mean to me and you know and all that kind of stuff all of a sudden i was like i commit to that in a heartbeat i was like yeah because i created it right it's a
0: lot easier when you're very clear about what you want yeah yeah
1: but if you never think you're going to get what you want or you never feel safe in asking for it yeah or even if you never feel like you could admit it then you're already fucked because yeah. you're already settling and you're already compromising for something you don't actually want, or you're hoping you'll grow into wanting,
0: and you fucked to the other person. And part of that is like,
1: well, you know, and sense. we're
0: not willing to be open about about it. Is the lack of consciousness, right? The inability to connect to our bodies, so it it leads us to be unable to connect to our truth, yeah, to admit that we're not happy we're not satisfied, we're not feeling fulfilled, right? And maybe they want to blame.
1: But even, even, it's like the stuff I was saying before, is like to admit even like going into a relationship thinking this is what I should want, this is what I need. I mean, how many stories have we read? How many many people do we know? You know, I need to want this, I need to want that. And then you go into it and then you're like, oh, I still don't want it. So what the fuck am I going to do now? But I'm so
0: far down this road now. I mean, a lot of people are so afraid to make that U-turn. I'll I tell you because also a lot of the
1: relationships paradigms that we we're stuck in are really fucked up. They're very gendered. They're very expectation based. They're very obligations based. There's nothing about real teamwork. There's no freedom within anything. There's no choice within anything. I mean, they're so suffocating. Like, you know, and right I remember there was a point where I was looking around thinking, no wonder. I coming out, you know, coming out of my car and be like, I'm so good enough. What do I want? Like, you know, and I was like, well, not a relationship because everyone around me was fucking miserable.
0: And I remember you saying that. And I was like, even me, Rhea? Like, I was like, not that I would take it personally, but I was like, are you noticing something that I don't see? No, but it was just like, but it was literally just like every relationship,
1: there is not one relationship in my life that I could be like, I want that. Mm -hmm. But that was the point. I'm not meant to want anyone else's relationship. I'm meant to want my own. I'm meant to create my own. And I'm not going to be able to have that kind of clarity of I will commit to this because it feels like an extension of me and all my desires rolled onto one Mm
0: -hmm.
1: unless I know who the fuck I am.
0: Yeah. The third other issue that's at the core of emotional cheating is the absence of awareness. Like it's our, it's our inability to understand how we really affect or impact others. And that leads us to treat others carelessly.
1: I have to say, when I was in my karma, and we joke about it, it's in the books. If, if anyone's read A Karmic Attraction, it's in there. I managed to make every situation involve two people all about me. <laughs> everyone, everyone in my life was effectively either a mirror to my not good enough story or to mm-hmm. validate me. Yeah. And so in some ways, everyone in my life became the other. They just became. They weren't real people.
0: But there are some who are really good at showing care and concern for others. But then, are they doing that because they actually some. give a
1: shit, or are they doing that because that's how they keep their relationships going? And relationships yeah. going is what matters to them. Yeah,
0: yeah, no, no, no. I mean, a lot of it's like born out of it. Their just, own it just, it, it just feels, story. it just, yeah, it just feels inauthentic. It is. But, but more it's, often than not, it is. When we're in pain, our pain is what matters the most. And so we don't understand anyone else's. We don't see them at all. It's just we are the center of our universe in that way. So how do you get out of that? Well, you go through your karmic undoing process. Now, if, say, your karma never happened, but we find ourselves in this kind of emotional cheating triangle somewhere. Can you imagine at least three people playing out this scenario, Mm. right? And why? Because everybody's trying to get something that they're not being given by the other person because they can't give it to themselves. And so, again, that has everything to do with, so this, they're in this because there's something that their growth and evolution is requiring. Mm -hmm. And it's coming this way. That's the way to look at it spiritually if there's no karma. Go on. Yeah. And that means that one has to really drop into themselves
1: so even what you, you're saying, I just want to make sure that you're mm-hmm. saying this, and I'm pretty sure you're not. So I'm just gonna say it. Okay. If you get cheated on, it's your fault because it's something in your growth and evolution that's no, asking no, you to no. Get
0: it's not about fault. Yeah. No one bears the blame. It's all a matter of choices, right? So
1: how did you end up in a relationship with someone who didn't know themselves enough to cheat, or how did you end up in a relationship with someone who had the On curse? some
0: level, you're not knowing. You're not being honest with yourself because like attracts like always, okay. even out of your karma. Okay. So where's the blindness? Where's your blind spot? Okay. Yeah. Because the more you can trust and know yourself is how you manage to not fall into the emotional cheating trap. And that's anybody. hmm Yeah. Because when you trust and you know yourself, you're going to be honest about what you're getting and what you're not getting. So as much as people may be surprised at the same time, there's a lot that's being taken for granted, which often blinds people. To what's going on.
1: So how does one going into a relationship try and ensure to the best of their ability that they're not going to be an emotional cheater and be emotionally cheated on or be the third party?
0: I don't know if you can go into anything thinking, well, God, I really hope I'm not the cheater or the cheated on or the cheated with. I just think you have to know. Well, I just know for a fact you have to know who you are and what you want. And then the rest kind of falls into place. And you need to be aware and open about that at every juncture. So, so what you're happens? not taking yourself for granted. You're not taking your needs or wants or desires for granted. You're not taking the other person in a relationship for granted. But what happens if you have been emotionally
1: cheated on? And as we said in this episode, things can, you know, totally, you can start again. Start mm-hmm. you with the same person. Yeah, yeah. That's totally fine. And maybe actually this gives you the opportunity to fix whatever was broken, right? Or address it, again. Yeah. Yeah. Fine, address whatever was unaddressed, (laughs) however you want to say it. It's true. I mean, Um, do
0: people do care? Do people do carry a lot of PTSD from being cheated on? Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah.
1: I see people doing it all the time. Like they try and hedge their bets, they try and mitigate relationships, mitigate Mm -hmm. situations in order to ensure that they won't get cheated on, right? And I was thinking about this weirdly today in Pilates. Why do you think a piece of paper or a specific type of promise is going to change whether it happens or not? It won't.
0: You cannot control
1: what the other person is going to do in that relationship yeah. just as much as you choose them they choose you and if they don't they don't it yeah. doesn't matter whether you've been together for a week a month a year or forever whether you're married whether you're cohabiting whether you live on other sides of the world yeah. you cannot control what someone else is going to do yeah. And you cannot control what someone else feels. Those are just, I mean, you definitely cannot control what someone else feels. You never have been able to. No. But the one thing you can 100% do is turn every one of your fears into a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yes, So absolutely. if you believe that someone is going to cheat on you so you're suffocating the shit out of them, right? What are they going to do? Feel suffocated and look for a way out. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying it's your fault. But what I'm saying is, instead of looking at what you can do in order to make that person not cheat, why don't you look at why you're so worried that they will? Yeah. Because ultimately, even if someone cheats on you, and you are in your consciousness, and you know who you are, and that happens, you will be like, well, you know what, at the end of the day, I'm sad. I'm very upset. Very hurt. You know, all those things. Yeah. But also, I know I don't need you to survive.
0: Yeah, And exactly. I
1: can move on from the relationship and meet someone else. Or we can rebuild this. But my value isn't dependent on your actions. Mm -hmm. My value isn't dependent on your feelings. And I feel this is almost so detrimental and so hard because we've created this paradigm which we're all trying to live in, but we also fucking hate the paradigm, so we're all hurting each other instead of hurting the paradigm. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, we are all free to do whatever the fuck we want, whether it is to choose one person or to choose another.
0: And it is important to honor that freedom, even with our partners, and be really honest about what that means instead of self-sabotage left and right. Yeah,
1: and be honest with ourselves so Mm -hmm. that instead of trying to safeguard a relationship for any future harm, actually get to a point where we know ourselves enough so that we don't need safeguarding at all because we know we'll always be okay.